0: This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by Lawyers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by Lawyers.com. Of course, we are back here with Italian attorney Marco Permonian, and I am Rafael Di Furia. Hello there, Marco, and thank you again for coming back for another episode to explain a bit more about moving to Italy and real estate in Italy. And today we wanted to talk about a subject that we've not actually gone into so much directly before. We've referenced it a little bit, but renting property here in Italy, renting an apartment, renting a home, whatever you may be interested in. And so Marco, what is maybe the first step in the whole process for renting an apartment or property of any kind here in Italy?
1: Renting an apartment in Italy can be much different than renting an apartment in America or even in some other European countries because there are some peculiarities which are, which you basically find only in Italy. I mean, in Italy, some things are complex.
0: Yeah, no, that's just the, the reality of life in Italy.
1: So normally when you're looking for an apartment for rent, you are generally dealing with a real estate agency. Of course, we can help people um, search for rentals and we can help people throughout the whole... Process, But in some cases, a real estate agency will be involved because the owner of the apartment, the landlord, is renting through a real estate agent. In that case, normally the agency requires a payment when you close the contract. So when you actually sign the contract, you have to pay the real estate agent. In some cases, they want a sum of money that is equal to one monthly rent. In some other cases, they want the 10% of the, the annual annual rent, which is very close to a one monthly rent, but it depends on what the ag- agency requires. But in any event, you have to pay the agency that amount of money, and on top of that amount, you have to pay that, otherwise known as VAT, valued added tax. So that's the compensation for the agent but then there is other money that you have to pay before moving into the property normally normally what's required is that and that's required by the owner but that's common practice in italy you have to pay a sum of money that is equal to either two or three monthly rents as a security deposit so in case you break something in the apartment so that that money is gonna be returned to you at at the end of the agreement. So when you terminate the agreement, before you leave the property, normally what happens is that the owner checks the property and if everything is fine, you are returned the entire amount of money. But if you broke something, generally um, the owner can retain the amount of money that is necessary to fix whatever you broke uh, from the security deposit that you paid. Of course, it's more likely to happen that something gets broken if the apartment that you're renting is actually furnished, which is what normally happens for small apartments in Italy that, that they're actually already furnished. But it's not uncommon that you actually have to furnish your apartments. But I know in America, it's very uncommon that the apartment that you're moving in is already furnished. In Italy, it's, it's much more common that you move into an apartment that
0: already has furniture. And that's actually one thing is that you that when you can find f- uh, a furnished apartment, in Italy the definition of what is furnished is a little bit different or furnished or unfurnished is a little bit different than what we might consider as furnished in the US. Do you maybe want to just quickly touch on that?
1: There are basically three Types of situation. You can find an apartment that is completely empty, an apartment that is furnished only with the kitchen, and an apartment that is entirely. Furnished. But it's interesting that, that you brought this up. I know you have had experience oh,
0: yes. with I have had rentals
1: <laughs> just recently.
0: Yes, something that actually you offered a lot of help with. So I really have to say thank you so much for all of your help. And everybody here at Italian Real Estate Lawyers, like you guys, if it weren't for you and what I've been going through, I don't know where I would be right now with the whole apartment situation. Um, but you raised an interesting point, a very, very subtle point. But an apartment that's completely empty or an apartment that has a kitchen. So that means that some apartments come with just bare pipes in them, not even countertops or anything.
1: That's correct. You won't see a refrigerator, you won't see anything. You just
0: have to install the kitchen yourself. That is quite a big investment for somebody who's looking to just come into a rental. But something that also is a little bit different that may make a little bit more sense for somebody who's thinking about um, actually furnishing their kitchen on their own is the rental terms uh, for the length of the contract. Maybe do you want to get into what are normal rental term lengths here in Italy?
1: Normally, people in Italy sign a lease agreement which is four years long, actually four plus four, or three plus two. So at the end of the four initial years or three initial years, if the parties don't want to continue with the rental, the rental rental agreement just gets terminated automatically. Or if both parties do want to continue, they can renew for additional four years or two years respectively. Of course the agreement will also include um, a provision about the termination notice so how much notice you have to give to terminate the agreement because the landlord while the landlord cannot kick you out unless you break the agreement or the terms of the agreement the tenant can go out of the apartment but needs to give notice to the landlord and normally it's 6 months however that's up to the parties if they want to put 3 months they can put a 3 months termination notice however that's unlikely normally landlord require a 6 months termination no- termination notice the contract will also include provisions regarding the amounts that you have paid Uh, in terms of security deposit, which we talked about at the beginning, will also include provisions about painting. So normally what happens is what landlords want to do, but this, of course, can be uh, agreed differently by the parties if they want to, but normally landlords, they paint the walls before you move in, but they put on the contract that they expect you to paint the walls before you move out. Something else that the contract will indicate is the registration fees, because in, in Italy, rental agreements, they need to be registered with the revenue ag- agency. And normally that cost, which is a very low cost, we're talking about less, less than 100 euros, is split between the parties, the landlord and the tenant. So each one pays half. Additionally, the lease agreement will indicate who needs to pay the common charges, which in Italian are spese condominiali. Normally, what happens by law, so this cannot be agreed differently by the parties because by law, the landlord has to pay for extraordinary repair works. So, repair works that have to do with the building, for example, but the tenant has to pay for ordinary day to day repair works. Like if you If the washing machine needs uh, to be cleaned, um,
0: periodically that's on the tenant. Mm -hmm. But if the washing machine needs to be replaced that that's on the landlord. But anyway, I'm going to cut you off here because we like to try to keep these episodes of the Italian real estate podcast a little bit shorter than the Italian citizenship podcast. So there will be a part two to this video about renting in Italy and finding property here as well to be able to rent. And so be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel so that you know exactly when this video comes out with updates and notifications turned on. And also you can follow the Italian citizenship podcast assistance and italian real estate lawyers facebook pages where you can see regular updates about what's going on here with the teams and of course thank you marco for making yourself available for another episode of the italian real estate podcast to talk a bit more and to explain a bit more about what things are like here in italy and how to go through all of this and if people are seeking assistance with purchasing property or renting property here in italy how can they contact you People
1: can contact us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, through the contact form, or they can send us an email at info at or they can give us a call.
0: That sounds great. Well, anyway, thank you so much for joining us again. Of course, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian, and I am Rafael Di Furia. And if you would like to see a bit more about moving to Italy life in Italy, living life abroad and living life as a dual citizen, you can check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Di Furia, where I talk a bit more about these subjects. And of course, thank you so much for joining us again, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.